0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Who is happy to be in church this morning? Amen? Amen, amen. Our God is good. Our God is good. And all the time. Amen, amen. Thank you, thank you. I just want to read a couple of scripture, verses of scripture for us to start. Psalm 36 verse 7 says, How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. Glory to God. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Amen? Amen? We thank you, Father. We bless you, Almighty God, Father. We come this day with our hearts full of expectation, O oh God. Your word say that we are two or three gathered in your name. You are right there in their midst. Father, we know you are here, O oh God. So, Lord, our hearts look up to you, God, to receive from you this morning. And, Lord, and I, we know that you will satisfy our every desire, that nobody, oh God, will live here the way they come. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise and glory and honor. Holy Spirit, have your way. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, because we know you're in our mix this morning to do us good. Amen. Amen. I will continue in our service with a time of worship. Amen? Glory to God. You can take it, Sister Anna, and lead us into worship. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I exalt thee. I exalt thee. Oh, Lord. oh Father, we exalt thee this morning. The psalmist said that, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all His benefits. Brethren, who forgives? God, who forgives all our iniquities? Thank you. Who heals all our diseases. Amen. To him be all the glory. To him be all the honor. To him we all gather this morning. Praise Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Who is happy to be in church? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory to God. What a wonderful Amen. time of worship. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much, Pastor Linda. And Anna, you two are wonderful double act. Amen? Amen. What a glorious time of worship. Amen. It is wonderful to be in the house of God. Hallelujah. And it's wonderful to be with the people of God. Amen? Amen? I believe that God has something wonderful for us today. Amen? Amen. Amen. Our life is not going to be the same. Amen. Nobody is going to go back the way you come. Amen? Amen. And we welcome you who... Maybe watching through us, our Spotify or any of the social media. We welcome you. Mm-hmm. I believe that God has something for you. Amen. Amen. As you worship with us this morning. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We are one church in a multiple locations. Amen. Amen. Fat Life Center Ministries. We are the Word of God come alive. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So we welcome all of you who are worshiping with us uh, this morning. Uh, in the house, and uh, also those of you who are watching uh, through social media we believe God that one day you will will love to be with us in the house, amen, Amen. because there is something wonderful when we gather, amen, the Bible says do not forsake the assembly of brethren together Mm. as the manner of some are, but I thank God we are people who love to meet, Mm. Amen. Amen. amen, Because things happen when we meet. Glory to God. Every miracle recorded in the Bible happened because people met. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good, mm. and He's so good to to His people. And the Bible says that our expectation shall not be cut off. Amen. And I know that you've come this morning expecting. Glory to God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You come this morning expected. I can see the joy on your face. Amen. And I believe that God has something good for you. Amen. Hallelujah. He will meet you at the point of your need. Amen. Yeah? Our hearts are ready to receive. We are hungry people. Amen. Amen. We are fully functioning church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love to be all in. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. So without uh, taking so much of your time. Let's stand on our feet as we welcome Pastor uh, Linda to come and break the word of God for us this morning. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
1: Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Awesome. It's wonderful to be in the house. Amen. Oh, let's go around. I mean, if you haven't said hi to someone this morning, I'd like you to do that. I can see our youth corner right there. They're all engaged. I can see. Amen. Okay, engage in the word of God. They're they're studying together, aren't you? Wave your hands to me if you're doing that. Amen. Glory to God. I just want you to just rise up on your feet. Just go around and say hello to somebody. Welcome them to church. Awesome. It's great to be in the house. Um, Just like Pastor Benny was saying, it's great when we gather. There's something about gathering. Amen. When we get together and just say hi and, you know, and uh, just welcome somebody to church. It's so awesome. Oh, Tatiana, you're such a darling. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, good morning, Roya. How are you doing? Praise God. Praise God. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, getting salutations this morning. Morning. How are you doing? Awesome. 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 Ah how good and how pleasant it is when brethren are dwelling together in unity. Amen. Oh, I can see the blessing of God upon the house this morning. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay. So, hallelujah. Amen. Okay. So, let the children be seated. Okay. Let the children be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Awesome. Awesome. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Awesome. Awesome. Praise God. I mean, while Pastor Benny was reading, this scripture came, um, in fact, this morning during our morning prayers. And I'd like to read it. It's it's from Lamentation chapter 3. Uh, and I just want to say, praise God this morning. I'm, p- I'm sure you'll probably be wondering, oh, Pastor Linda is not holding a mic. Amen. Because I'm all mic'd up this morning. Amen. Can you give it all for Anna? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm mic'd up this morning. It's, it's so good to be mic'd up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Pastor Benny, yeah. He, 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 hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So I'll just be reading from um, Lamentation chapter 3. Um verse 21 okay so if you have your bibles with you can i can you all open your bibles to lamentation chapter 3 verse 21 open your bibles thank you it says this i recall to mind therefore i have hope this i recall to mind therefore i have hope amen and what am i hoping for what is my hope Verse 22, it is the Lord's mercy, it is of the Lord, can I hear an amen? Amen. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. Verse 22, verse uh, um, 23 says, they are new every morning and great is your faithfulness. Amen. In fact, I just had a flashback. Um, 27 years ago when I was walking down the aisle with my dear husband. Amen. I'm just going down memory lane. Amen. Please. Amen. Praise God. And we're singing, great is your faithfulness. Amen. Great is your faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. Come on, church. All I have needed, Thine hand has provided. Great is Thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Hallelujah. That great is the faithfulness of our God. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 24 says, the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Sometimes you've got to say to your soul, the Lord is my portion. Say to your soul, the Lord is my portion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you. back up. Yeah, yeah, There's Let's back up. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, I, I was saying that... Um, One of the scriptures that was read, when you receive a prophet, in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward, right? Also, when you receive a pastor, in the name of a pastor, you receive the pastor's reward. But what was that reward? That reward is revelation. That reward that you receive, when you receive what a minister brings, the revelation he brings, that's the reward, And when we've been reading this um, Strength in Devotional, I just want to say we thank God for our pastors, um, Pastor uh, Pastor Joel, that God gave him the revelation of this. And I don't want us to take it lightly because it's so powerful. And when I was reading the the week 19, I thought today what we're going to do, we're actually going to read it. You know, we're going to read from it and just bring out, you know, certain things um, from it as well. Amen. Because it's been such a blessing. So we're on week 19, and we're actually looking at one of the four pillars um, from the um, devotion. Uh, the, one of the f- we're looking at one of the four pillars, uh, pillars I should say. Now the f- the four of them we've been looking at is taken from Acts chapter two, verse 42. They continued: number one, steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine; number two is fellowship. And number three, in breaking of bread. And number four, in prayer. So that was taken from Acts chapter 2, verse 42. So today, week 19, we're looking at um, fellowship and we're looking at Psalm 133 from verse 1. And the topic is serving together as one. Say that with me. Serving together as one. Amen. So let's look at Psalm 133 from verse 1. It says, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Let's receive the revelation here this morning. It is like precious ointment and anointing oil upon the head that runs down upon the beard and even Aaron's high priest's beard. That went down to the skirts of his garment. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is. So I'm going to look at this. First of all, I'll do kind of like an introduction. And then we'll look at the second point. will be the blessedness of unity. And then we're going to conclude at the end. So let's look at this introduction. Let's look at this psalm. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Amen? You say this psalm was actually penned by King David and was often sung at the time of festivals when worshippers would gather in Jerusalem. It highlights a very important principle that is often found in Scripture. And this principle is this. God blesses his people when they are united. I'll say that again. Can I hear an Amen? God blesses his people when they are united. And also, on the other hand, where there is division, God refuses to bless. Or unity, so when there is division, there is no blessing. But when there is unity, there is a blessing. In fact, it says that that is where the Lord commands the blessing, looking at the commanded blessing. We're going to look at that later, okay? Unity in the church pleases God, but division grieves him. The church obviously longs for God's blessing, and we want to see that, really, because Jesus is coming soon, amen? And we want to see, we want to see, like if uh, I believe that this is all our, uh, our, our heart desire as a church, and as individuals that we want to see the coming, we want to see people coming to know Christ. We want to, we want to know God in a deeper way. And this is what uh, we learn, what causes God to bless his people. Amen? Hallelujah. When we walk together in unity. So let's look at our um, devotional. And I'm going to be reading from page 76. So let's look at this together. A church that unites. When you unite with those God has called you to, there is unrestricted anointing from Jesus, your high priest. Amen? That flows to his body, that is you and me. The anointing is attracted to unity. The anointing is attracted to unity. God commands the blessing on any people that unite and dwell together in unity. God commands the blessing on any people that unite and dwell together in unity. No wonder the devil wants to divide your family, home, and life. So even if we don't have it, let's, let's focus together and we can, we can just listen as well. Amen. No wonder the devil wants to wants you fussing and fighting with other people, because the devil knows that when we are uh, when there is strife, it brings division, and a house that is divided against itself it cannot stand. So this is why it's important that we walk together in unity, amen. That we serve together as one, amen. And it's not just, I remember, he, um, There's a, a, I was reading one of my devotions this morning. Uh, uh, sorry, this week actually. And it says, if the devil can stop you at your door. That is, if he can cause division in your home or in your life, then he can cause division everywhere, anywhere else in your, in your life. I'll repeat that again. If the devil can make you, if he can stop you with strife in your life or in your home, then he can prevent, and that means he can stop you anywhere else. What am I trying to say? If he can cause division in your home, there's no need for you to export it anywhere else. You can't even export it to church because you are divided at home. He's got, you, you've allowed him an inroad into your life, and then he can cause division anywhere else. And this is why it's important that no matter what, as we're singing this morning, Father, forgive them. forgive you know the grace to forgive others as we have been forgiven you understand because the enemy knows when we walk together in unity nothing can stop us hallelujah we are unstoppable when we walk together in unity unity between husband and wife unity between father and children unity in our homes and when we are united at home then it affects our fellowship with one another in the church it affects our fellowship with, one, with, with community, you know, church to church, community to community, because we're working together in unity. Amen? So I, I, there's, a, there's this one uh, um, um, caption in um, trying to um, take out racism in, in sports. And they always say, let's kick it out. <laughs> Amen? Let's kick it out. That's the caption. So I pray that we will kick out strife. Amen? From our homes. We will kick it out from our community. We will kick it out from our church. Amen? Because we want to see the command, we want to experience the commanded blessing. Amen, hallelujah. Let's keep on reading. Let's go on to page seventy-seven. So instead of competing with each other, with others, remain full of faith and the Holy Ghost, serving others with gladness. Hallelujah. We don't compete with one another; we complete one another. Amen. God has given all of us gifts. We are all talented that we've got gifts that God has given to each one of us. And as we begin to lay those gifts and serve one another with the gifts, look at Anna this morning. We were, um, you know, with the, with the media system. I mean, Jocelyn was helping us with worship this morning. It was so great. Hallelujah. You know, the, the youth, Richie and um, Cyril helping us, on, on, you know, in camera. And uh, our brother, uh, Daniel, you know, um, you know ushering and my sister, Richie, you know, we, we are just loaded. Thank God for Sister Jackie. Amen. Don't think I've forgotten you. I haven't forgotten you yet. Yeah. She's given me a wink. Did she give me a wink? Wink, wink. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have people who are serving. Amen. With the gifts that God has given to us, we, li- we, we are serving the body of Christ. Amen. So we serve with gladness. Amen. Amen. We're not trying to um, outdo one another. You know, but it's like, oh, look, in fact, I will do you with love. Amen? Because our faith works by love. Amen? We complement one another. Hallelujah. This, this job is not for one person alone. It's for all of us coming together in unity, serving one another with gladness. God has assigned the corporate church of Jesus Christ to occupy and do business on earth until Jesus comes, until he returns. Amen? We are to occupy. It's not about, okay, what, you know, God has given you something to do. He has called us to occupy till he comes. And in order to fulfill that assignment, I must play my part and you must play your part both individually and corporately. Amen. Jesus said in John chapter 17, verse 21, that they all may be one, as your father, as you father, sorry, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us. Amen? That's the blessedness of walking as one, serving as one. People are watching. People watch us. In fact, our children watch us as couples. How many of you? Amen. You know that. Amen. Praise God. The world is watching us. That they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me. Now, because we have him, we can walk in unity. Because of the Spirit of God that is in you and I, don't let the enemy deceive you that, oh, no, I I, I cannot forgive that person. No. When you yield to the Spirit of God... He will give you the, wisdom, the strength to walk in unity and to love your brother, no matter what they have done. That they also may be one in us, one in us, in the spirit, that the world may believe that you sent me. This is how the world is going to believe. That Jesus was sent by the Father. That we walk in unity as one. Amen? That we are united. Can you imagine the anointing that will flow from the body of Christ? We are the body of Christ. The anointing that will flow if all were one with Jesus and one with one another. Imagine the, un- the anointing. And I w- remember we had a few weeks back. We're talking about the anointing. What does the anointing do? The anointing. It breaks yokes. The anointing. And you and I, we carry that anointing. The anointing is on the inside of us. Hallelujah. That as you begin to walk in unity, and as you begin to even one with yourself and one with the Father that is in you, through, through the anointing of God, as you begin to walk in the anointing, yokes will be broken, chains. you will be able to lay hand on the sick and they recover. Why? Because of the anointing of God that we carry. You and I carry this anointing. Amen. Jesus on the inside of us. Hallelujah. The early church accomplished so much because they were united in spirit and soul. Let's look at Acts chapter 4, verse 32. Let's look at that together. Acts chapter 4, they accomplished so much because they were united in spirit and soul. Acts chapter four verse forty two Now the multitude of those who believed were one of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own. Let's read the last um, center, the last um, few words. But they all, but they had all things in common. They had all things in common. Amen? All that believed, they were of one heart and one soul. Can you imagine what will happen? See what they accomplished. Can you imagine the souls saved? If I were going to see how many, there were 3,000 souls that were saved. As a result of that, being together as one. The miracles, prophecies, and words spoken if the body of Christ would serve together as one. How many of you desire that? That, you know, um, souls being saved. You bringing your friends to church and they're being saved. They're hearing the gospel and they get saved. Hallelujah. Miracles, notable miracles happening. We are contending for that. Amen. Amen. As a church, we are content with what we are going to see, and we're already seeing actually, you know, people coming and being saved. Amen? Miracles happening. Prophecies and words spoken because we serve one another as one. The importance of unity. Serving together as one. Amen? Imagine the unstoppable anointing that would come upon the people as we pray together. So it's not just us standing here. It's not just Pastor Benny and I, but all of us together. Because you recognize the anointing of God that is on you, when we say, can you turn around to the person next to you and pray for them? Or maybe the Holy Spirit in you maybe quickens you and says, maybe the person next to you needs something. And you, you talk to them. It's like, uh, we, we actually, we had, um, we had this experience. Um, last week, um, we went, I went for coffee, actually, with a... With a um, with uh, our son, we, ha- we had coffee with him, and with another um, another uh, uh, f- a friend of um, another um, friend, I would say. And as we were talking, I began to. We, I, she was asking my husband and I, you know, all that, you know. Um, she was so excited about us and what we do, and um, about. Um, and we, I, in fact, we got talking. And she was asking so we've got three children." We told her I, how old she was saying, "Oh, we don't look it and everything else." It's, like, it's the goodness of the Lord, Amen. And then we got talking, and all of a sudden, I was encouraging her. She said, "Oh, that she's looking up to the Lord for a child, you know." And um, you know, she's just believing God. And all of a sudden, I just felt to say to her, and I read Luke chapter one verse t- uh, thirty-seven, and I said, "You know, with God, nothing is impossible. That God, you know, with God, all things are possible." And as I was reading that to her, this is in a coffee shop where it was Costa Coffee, you know. I mean, you can, you can have a church anywhere else. Amen? Costa Coffee. So I didn't know, it, there were people next to us and by the side, we were just preaching the word. Amen. So, and then as I was saying that, I now said to her, I said, you don't need to wait. I said, why not go and buy, buy a bit? Because I told her our story. I said, uh, when we got married, we got married in 1996. I should have asked my husband, when did you get married? 19- 1996. Amen. Okay. I've already said the answer. That was an open book. Amen. Um, so, but before that, uh, we didn't have our first child in 2000, right? So I, I told her, I said, we kept on believing God. But what I did as um, a point of contact, I actually bought some baby, um, baby boots, those little baby boots. And I kept on speaking to her. I said, God, thank you for the baby boots. And she said, and I said, why not do that? Get something. She said, do you know what? As I was saying it, this thing, it was coming up, was just a reminder of this, reminder of your testimony. And as I was sharing that, she now said, do you know what? You are reminding me of my, my grandmother. This is exactly what my grandmother has been telling me to do. I'm like, praise God. Amen. I was picking what her grandmother was telling her to do. That was the anointing at work. Amen. You and I have that same anointing. When we pay attention to the inner voice on the inside of us, the Holy Spirit, and as I was saying it to her, she was like, oh my goodness, and I was just encouraging her that don't worry, by this time, God is going to visit you, amen? So that is the anointing at work. So you and I have this same gift that God has given to you. Hallelujah. So maybe you you might be in school, uh, you know, maybe on the playground or at lunch, and maybe you you just sent something about someone, share it with them. Don't, don't be, uh, you know, sometimes you might think, oh, will it work? Oh, I'm not sure. Don't worry. You just, I, I remember Charles Stanley, one, a, a very uh, famous preacher, although he's gone on to be the, to, uh, with the Lord in his 90s, right? He said something that marked me. He said, obey God and leave the consequences to him. Let's say that together. Obey God and leave the consequences to him. Let's say that one more time. Obey God and leave the consequences to him. Amen. Because when the word of God goes forth, it doesn't return void. Isaiah fifty-eight tells us. It says it will accomplish what He pleases, and it will prosper in what He has sent it. So that word I gave to this lady, if God is going to accomplish it, if God gives you a word to give to somebody, don't worry. Whether no, you've done, you've obeyed God, and you are leaving the consequences to Him. God will glorify Himself. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So imagine the unstoppable anointing that will come upon the people as we pray together as one. As we serve united as one. We will see the most glorious times of the church age. Just like Jesus prayed that we would. At the beginning of the early church, the believers were in one accord. In one place. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven like a mighty rushing wind and it filled the whole place where they were one amen John chapter 3 verse 34 tells us we see Jesus was given the holy spirit without measure Jesus was given the holy spirit without measure in Romans chapter 12 verse 1 to th- uh, verse 1 to 3 we see each of us we have been given the measure of faith needed to cover our personal and ministerial assignments. However, there is more than just our personal lives and assignments. Let's go on to page 78. We have a world to reach. Can I hear an amen? We have, you and I have a world to reach. And you and I are at the end time generation you and I are the end time generation to see the greatest harvest of souls. Amen. In, Philippi- in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 says that we, we, that when all come together in the unity of faith, when we all come together in the unity of the faith, we have the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. In other words... When we all, number one, serve the purposes of God, when we serve the purposes of God, and number two, unite together and function as one, then we will begin to see ministries functioning in the fullness of their calling. Amen. When we serve together as one, hallelujah, we're serving the purposes of God. Going to see a fully functioning church, amen? amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to explain what that is. What does it mean to be a fully functioning church? A church that is working, working correctly, as expected in every way. The church working correctly as expected in every way. Every way. Healings happening. Marriage is being restored. Yokes being broken. People walking in freedom as it's expected to be, amen? In every way financially, spiritually, emotionally, in every way. Hallelujah. And I declare that for our families as well in Jesus' name. There will be manifestations of the Holy Spirit in full measure. Somebody say, Full measure. Full measure. We will see Jesus in the fullest as we've never seen before. How many of you are contending for that? Amen? We're going to see Jesus in the fullness as we've never seen before. Then, every inferior demonic spirit will tremble, and the world we know that the Father sent Jesus, who is alive, and within the church, his body. Amen? Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Hallelujah. Let's just quickly go to Um, The blessedness of unity. The blessedness of unity. Let's go back to our Psalm 113 again. Sorry, Psalm 133. Let's go back to our Psalm 133, verse 1 again. How many of you are receiving something this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Behold, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The blessedness is like, can you see, can you see this? Can you see how wonderful it is? Can you see how beautiful it is? A family dwelling together in unity, a church working together in unity. So beautiful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can see that. King King David calls the attention of the ones singing the psalm with the word, behold. He is calling people to gaze upon something that is good and something that is pleasant. That something that he's calling us to behold is the unity of God's people. You can sense his emphasis upon how wonderful unity is, by the fact he uses the word twice, good and pleasant. Amen? Two adjectives to describe unity. The importance and the greatness of unity among believers is acknowledged a lot throughout scriptures as, we, you know, as we've also already seen. For example, unity among believers is one way we show ourselves to be disciples of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? The Lord said in John chapter 13, verse um, 35, by this, I I believe we've read it this morning, by this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. This is how people know that we are different. Because we have love one for another. That we are preferring one another. That we are serving one another. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's an example where there were, you see, there, there was an example in scripture where there was division in the body and Paul addressed them. And this was in the book of 1 um, Corinthians. Paul was addressing them and he says, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together. In the same mind and in the same judgment. Paul was pleading with them in the name of Jesus to be united and not divided. We know ourselves from experience when we hear of churches that have splits. That have splits. What happens when you hear that? It grieves us, doesn't it? We know that this is not how it should be. When we hear of churches that are united, what happens? It causes joy. We are, we are so exalted. Thank you, First Corinthians chapter one, verse 10. Thank you, Anna, for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How good and how pleasant when, de- uh, when we uh, brethren dwell together in unity. It is so wonderful. And this is what um, de- King David was trying to describe in that, in that, in that verse. So what is the result of unity? Let's look at the results of unity. Look at verse 3. It says, And there the Lord commanded, what? The blessing. Psalm 133 verse 3 says, And there, where is there? Where there is unity. The Lord commands the blessing. And it says, And life forevermore. What is David saying? David is saying that where the unity was among the believers, there God commanded His blessing. What was His blessing and life forevermore? We can see the blessing of the. We can look at that in the book of Acts. It is a three. thrilling to read about thousands. What was that blessing? As we've just, uh, as we've said before, the thousands of people coming to know the Lord. Amen. All at once. It's, the scripture says 3,000 people were so um, saved in one day, at once. That, that's what we call the blessing, amen? When you read the book of Acts, it points to something again and again, and I want to see if you can spot it. Let's look at Acts chapter 1, verse 14. I want to see if you can spot something here. Acts chapter 1, verse 14. The secret... Of unity. Acts chapter 1, verse 14. And they continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. I'm actually giving you the tip. Where you hear I put an emphasis on, that is what I wanted to focus on. So let's do it again, right? Okay. They all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Amen. And let's look at Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And I want you to tell me what's the the similarity between these two, what what is the common thing between those two verses. So I'm going to look at Acts chapter 2, verse 1 now. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. So what is, the common, what is the commonality between two of them? Say it again. One accord. Give yourselves a round of applause. Amen. Give yourselves. A, amen. One accord. Amen. They were in one accord in one place. Hallelujah. And let's look at another verse, verse 40. Let's drop down to verse 46 of that same Acts chapter 2, verse 46. In fact, I was so blessed when I was reading that um, verse 46. So they continued, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Eating their bread with gladness and with simplicity of heart. Can we go to verse 47? Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added daily to the church. God was adding daily. That's the blessing. He was adding daily to the church. Those who were being saved. In fact, can you do that in the amplified, please? Thank you. It says, constantly praising God and being in favor and goodwill with all the people. The Lord kept adding. Amen. The Lord kept adding to their number. Amen. How, How many know we're experiencing that in our church? The Lord is adding to our numbers. Amen daily those who are being saved from spiritual death amen that is what we're contending for because we're walking in unity you can say god thank you because we're walking in unity you're going to be adding to the church amen and that should be our prayer lord thank you because you are adding to the church because we're walking in unity because of your presence that is here amen we are going to experience unity amen the point that stands out in all of these verses, they were of one accord. They were united. There was unity among the believers and God blessed them. Amen? Hallelujah. So in conclusion, as we, as we are rounding, up, uh, rounding this up, the blessedness of unity in, the, in this psalm, David highlights the teaching found throughout the scriptures. The, blessed, the Lord blesses his people when they are united. This could be stated negatively by saying as well, the Lord is not pleased when people, when his children are walking in disunity. In fact, we give the enemy a place. That's why Paul was saying in the book of Ephesians verse 4 verse 30, it says, don't give him, a, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. How do we grieve the Holy Spirit? When we are walking in strife. When we have unforgiveness in our hearts. And this is why we need to search our hearts this morning, Lord. If there's unforgiveness or strife, Lord, I, I, I release that person. I re- whatever that person has done to me, I release them because I want the blessing of God. I want to be a vessel that God will use in these last days to bring about His blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The question is the, the question that is, I'm going to pose to each and every one of us is the fact is this: Are we seeking unity? as a body of believers? Are we seeking to be united? Another question I'd like to pose to us. Are we putting others before ourselves? Are we willing to forgive when wronged so that we can preserve the unity in the church? Do we forgive those who do us wrong so that there are no divisions among us? Do we do that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There are blessings that only God can bring. And here we learn that when the Lord bless when the Lord's people are united, the blessing flows. Amen. Hallelujah. So whatever it may be, let's make it our prayer to be united amongst ourselves. Let us fervently seek this unity. So that the Lord's blessing will flow in, in these days. Amen. And I'm just going to read the last paragraph of our strengthening devotion. "The enemy cannot stop or overcome the full measure of Christ flowing through the church that serves together as one. Let's continue to serve, continue to serve in your local church, and march right over the enemy the enemies, in the fullness of the power of Jesus Christ. And then we will bring the church age to the most glorious close before Jesus returns. Amen? We declare a fully functioning church in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want us to rise up on our feet and let's declare we are a fully functioning church. Amen. Declare that. Say we are a fully functioning church. Say we are a fully functioning church. And what do we mean by that? The church working correctly as expected in every way. So begin to declare that right now. Begin to pray. Say, Lord, I thank you that we are in a fully functioning church. Lord, I thank you that I am an instrument. I'm an instrument of unity. Your love is flowing through me. Your spirit is flowing through me. Thank you for your anointing. Begin to pray and declare. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord, that I'm an instrument. Oh, God, working together, serving as one. Oh, I'm going to be serving my brother and my sister as one. Unitedly, oh, God, so that, oh, God, we're going to be seeing soul saved. We're going to be seeing miracles happening in our midst. Oh, we're going to be seeing this place flooded in the name of Jesus. Even as a body of Christ, oh, God, as churches working together, serving together as one, or not competing, or not competing for positions. Oh, but Father, we want to see your glory. We want to see your kingdom come. Your will be done in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's contend for that, church. Begin to pray. Oh, Father, we thank you that we are walking together as one. We are serving as one. Oh, we glorify you. We worship you. Oh, Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you, precious Father. Oh, thank you that we are a fully functioning church. We declare that this morning in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, we bless your holy name. Thank you, precious Father, in Jesus' name. And everyone in the house said a big... Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please take your seats. I just, I just felt to use this opportunity to thank all of you who are serving, you know, thank God for, um, uh, Bradantel and, Sister Hyoma, you know, serving in, um, the area of, um, the finance area. I just want to say as a church, even as Pastor Benny and I, I want to use this opportunity to thank all of you for your commitment for your diligence to serve as one. And we're such, it's such a blessing. Thank God for Faith Life sentiment uh, in Ministries. Amen. And also for Faith Life Harrogate and Preston. Amen. I'm going to call Pastor Benny to continue with the service. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.
0: Praise the Lord. Glory to God. What a word. United as one. How good and how pleasant it is. When brethren dwell together in unity, because there God commands the blessing, amen. His commanded blessing is upon us. Just as Pastor Linda said, we are fully functioning church, amen. Amen. What does it mean to be fully functioning? You know, we are fully witnessing, fully sharing and loving one another. Amen. All in, all in, fully gathering. We love together. We love to meet. Amen. Tuesday Bible study, we like, we love to meet on the Zoom and then discuss this more in, in details, amen? Glory to God, fully united as one, fully walking in spirit and in truth, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. Who was blessed by that word this morning? Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. The enemy cannot stand. Cannot defeat a united church. Amen. The enemy cannot withstand or defeat a united church. Amen. A united family, united couple. Nothing can come in between us. Amen. Amen. Water tight. Our faith works by love. Amen. Loving each other. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And loving each other, start by loving ourselves. Because the Bible says we should love our neighbor as you. Love yourself. Amen? Glory to God. So now let's go to continue in our service by bringing our tithes and offering. Amen? Glory to God. The Bible says, "As the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease." And I was thinking about this this uh, last week about giving, about sowing. You know, God's word doesn't make sense. You know, it requires faith to be able to bring your tithe and offering. Without thinking, you know, how would I be able to meet my needs by giving? The Bible says that without faith it is impossible to please God. But he that comes to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Can we all say that together? God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. Glory to God. So I was thinking, you know, it's, it, it, when you give, it will be given to you, it will be added to you, and it will multiply. You know, God's way. How can you give, you know, uh, uh, one uh, verse of the scripture said that one, will chase a thousand, and two, will chase ten thousand. How is that possible? How can you give ten pounds, and be blessed with uh, uh, with a hundred pounds or a thousand pounds. How can that happen? How can that, you know, how can it multiply? You give ten pounds and it's multiplied. If it's going to multiply, it should multiply in the hand of the person who receives it, not the person who is giving it. I mean, <laughs> if you want to use a natural way of multiplication, you know, you... 1,000 pounds times zero is what? Zero. Anything multiplied by zero is zero. (laughs) So if you have 10 pounds and you give 10 pounds, there's nothing left. If it's going to multiply, it has to multiply in the hand of the person who received it. But God's way is awesome. It's impossible to understand. And that's why we do not want to understand God's way by sight, by the way what we touch, what we see, what we can feel. Amen. So let's look at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 9. I just read a couple of verses and then we bring our offering this morning. Amen. Verse 6 from 6 and I'll stop at 11. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows Bountifully or abundantly we also reap abundantly or or bountifully. So let each one give as he proposes in his heart. Not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. Say after me, I am a cheerful giver. And God loves me because I'm a cheerful giver. Amen. And so are we? Glory to God. Verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have abundance for every good work. Amen. Amen. What what is the what is the prerequisite for always? Having all sufficiency is by giving abundantly. Verse 9. As it is written, He has dispersed abroad, He has given to the poor, His righteousness endures forever. Amen. And let's pay close attention to verse 10 and 11. Now may he, that is, now may God, who supplies or gives seed to the sower. Who does God give seed to? Amen. If we sow, God will give what? Will supply seed to us. If a person is not sowing, God will not give you seed to sow. Now may he, who supplies seed to the sower, and, and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and, in, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. This is wonderful. Amen. 11. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality which causes thanksgiving through us to God. So our giving causes thanksgiving to God. Amen? Glory to God. So there are three ways we give. Just remind us of three ways we give in Life Center Ministries. We give through, uh, you can go to the website, www.fertilifecenter.com slash Harrogate, and then you can give that way. Or you can give by direct uh, credit, yeah, dire- sorry, direct debit, direct, <laughs> direct payment, <laughs> or by standing order. You can set up the best way to give, really, is to use uh, the account, the account uh, details as is on, on the screen. Because if you, if you uh, go through Pe- PayPal, they take, um, they, they take some money off it. But if you pay through that, you, uh, all that you give goes direct. That's the best way. Amen? The best way is to use the account details. Amen? You set up either your standing order uh, or um, that one direct uh, gift. Amen? Let's pray over the uh, uh, offering this morning. Father, we thank you. We bless you because you're an awesome God. Your word is true. And Father, oh God, we believe your word. That you, that you always multiply the seed that we sow into the kingdom. You're a God who works by seed. Nothing leaves heaven until something leaves earth. We thank you, Father, that you gave your one and only begotten son, because Abraham was willing to sacrifice his son Isaac. And Father, because of his obedience and because of his act of faith, today we stand as the children of Abraham by faith. So, Lord, by faith we sow into your kingdom. And we believe, Lord, that this will be used for the glory of your name. That many souls will come into the kingdom. That there will be meat in your house. Oh, Father, there, there, there will be no lack in your house. And there will be no lack in our house. Father, oh, God, because you are God of abundance. You are God that delight in our prosperity, who teaches our hands to work. Oh, Father, oh God, we bless you, we worship you. Father, thank you, Lord, and bless your people as they are giving cheerfully this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen. So, let's go ahead and give our tithes and offer. Awesome. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay, I can call back uh, Pastor Linda to bring uh, final notices. Amen.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. How many of us are excited? Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. So as we come to an end, just a um, few announcements. Can someone tell me what is happening tonight? Hey, amen. Woo, glory to God. So we're having a youth um, night tonight in Manchester with Pastor Chris Roman. It's going to be an awesome time um, for our youth, you know, having an encounter with God, you know, getting them to know the calling of God that is upon their lives. So it's going to be an awesome time and um, we are going to be leaving from Harrogate. To, yeah, I can see Cyril is even excited. I love that smile, Cyril. Amen. <laughs> so good. So it's going to be, it's going to be really um, wonderful And also to remind us as well of our Tuesday Bible study that we have online. It's always been a a wonderful time of fellowship. 7.30 on Zoom, 7.30 to 9.00. It's been glorious. And also to remind us of our prayer sessions that we normally have. So there is um, prayer every 6 a.m. Tuesday mornings, 6 a.m. to 6.30. We do that on Facebook, online. And then Wednesday and Thursday is 8 p.m. in the evening. Um, till 8:30, and on Friday is 6 a.m. in the in the morning till 6:30. it's always a great time when we get together um, I'm always so energized in the morning you're ready to face the day amen so let's rise up on our feet as we say the grace in fellowship together as we close the service may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and a sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore Amen. Father God, we just want to say thank you so much for all that you've done for us. Thank you, Father, for this precious body of believers. We just give you glory that we serve as one, and we thank you for the blessing that is upon the house and upon everything we do. We thank you that we are a fully functioning church, and we glorify your name for that. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone in the house, said a big amen. amen. Have a great week, and God bless you.